Okay, new recording. So we just went through a, a process of you sort of retelling the differentiation and integration process of your storyteller with your um, business solution self. And you were sort of looking at how that was remaking stimulus like it has done in the past and how in this particular case, stimulus is being remade um, in relationship to your learnings in CDF and, and, and this opportunity with DCG. So now I think we should work on now and outcome mm -hmm. and um, ask ourselves like, and I think instead of me being in the coach role, I think you should be in the coach role. And I think um, we can use kind of my dilemma or my problem yeah, as how, an input. Yeah, how, exactly, as input. So how question would be like, how am I going to build the business processes and not an outcome to enable you to yeah. work through yeah. what I understood your process to have been in the previous lab? Yeah. Well, okay. So the, f the first question is what, what did, yeah, which processes did you see as either most broken or most improvable inside of stimulus mm -hmm. that you believe not an outcome could improve? Mm -hmm. And then we can, we can kind of take that as the input to then see if we can't, yeah. you know, unpack, repack, reform it. Right. Let me just think about that. Um, you know, it strikes me that the conflict between your uh, storyteller and your business solutions architect um, isn't isn't like there's a lot more juice left in that opposition because of what we learned, like you're, you're not yet translating the experiences that you've had as a creative storyteller in the variety of contexts that enable you to play that role over to your business architect self, your business solutions architect self. So, and you also undervalue the negative capital that you have as a business solutions architect as a result of the capital capital that you've <laughs> been able to produce successfully through repeatable business processes with your as a as a storyteller mm -hmm. so like for example you don't see yet your negative capital as being something that actually can upwardly mobilize a multidisciplinary team that you're co-leading with your client um, who really needs, because of her own personality challenges and own developmental profiles, 
needs your negative capital, the confidence that you have to convert your negative capital through the relationship because she needs to learn how to do that inside of her business. Mm -hmm. So now like, so that's like one, that's like one take. And then like what we haven't talked about is the ways that I can be directly valuable because of my Mm -hmm. experience I can be directly valuable, not in addition to introducing you to to the client, advising both the client and you, um, you know, technically I can help build you a really badass hiring funnel Mm -hmm. and, um, like that's, I can, I can do that, um, so that's another that's another take third take um, I want to um, figure out how to transfer the lab studio salon means of production into stimulus. So that becomes stimulus's means of production as well, which may need to be adapted in ways that are unforeseen between us in the roles that we inhabit with one another through these practice sessions without the client role and without the disciplinary experts. So that would be another take that I would want to solve for. Um, How, yeah. So it seems like you went beyond my question and started to answer the second, but I wanted to be sure that there weren't other processes inside of stimulus that you'd seen as focuses of noun and outcomes in your attention. You mentioned stimulus and Chad not understanding the true value of the negative capital that's inside of the business and inside of of Chad. It's easier for me to speak about it in third person. Um, And also how there's unrealized potential in bringing the experience and knowledge and expertise and processes from the storytelling and narrative world into into the consulting arena. And then you had started making suggestions on how you might, uh, projects you might take up in pursuit of that. I just wanted to be sure that there weren't other processes that you had other understood or other 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 areas for for improvement or help yeah I mean um, I think I can help you I can help you I guess I, I was just bucketing this in the advisement um bucket but like how there is a method that I'm using to 
advise. Um, I was thinking about like your your website and just you know how you're gonna retell the stimulus story on your website and I get this unique position to like listen to you be the storyteller of yourself mm-hmm. and um, you know I think I can uniquely help you tell the story to yourself that you're gonna then retell on the on the website yeah I'm trying to be solution agnostic here so what what I'm reading underneath that is that there is a there's a cognitive dissonance in the story that stimulus is telling itself and you feel like in being a listener to that story you can better bring out whatever this new version is right so meaning I was unable to like tell you a new story of like No, you told me a new story. But not like clearly and concisely and it was kind of Yeah, it I was convoluted yeah. still, yeah. but sure. Okay. So you're you're trying to understand the business processes that are repeatable inside of noun and outcome in the way that I'm to help me externalize what I'm doing to aid you and DCG. Yeah, I mean, re- very specifically in this moment, I'm I'm trying to understand or see the problems that you're seeing. Okay, okay. Um, all right, so the problems that I'm seeing, and so we're sort of in problem-seeking mode, and... Yeah, like you're not the the problem. Ch- I'm gonna talk in the third person too. Chad, Chad doesn't Chad doesn't yet know how to allow a dual process to go on, like a left foot, right foot, while he's jogging between storyteller and business solutions architect. Like he's tripping over himself in that process, and like I I can. I can see that in order for him to become a game designer as a, as in addition to his cons- as a part of his consulting services he's going to learn he's going to need the efficiency and the background that he has as a storyteller to translate into the solutions architect to then allow for the cash to be generated for him to go on his learning journey so that he can then become this, you know, ultimate game designer that he wants to be. So like, that's the that's the loop that I'm, like, there are specific ways that I'm listening to you, like, try to differentiate from yourself as a solution architect, but you're not able to yet differentiate from yourself as a storyteller to become a solutions architect but you're not able to preserve the negation yet. You're still seeing, uh, like you're still rejecting yourself and yeah. it's still a burden for you to have spent a decade or more. Let alone like bringing them into relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, there's, that's still too. Yeah, so it's still like I have to become this completely new person again. You know, I have to totally remake my entire life and like that's just kind of, that's not going to, you're, I don't think that that's working for you anymore. Like, you have to translate more of your negative capital into capital capital, and that 
that's the first motion that then becomes the process to then self-administer a PhD, to become a dialectical game designer, to, you know, build, rebuild stimulus. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That was a beautiful statement of what what you see as the challenge in mm -hmm. front mm -hmm. of me. That was yeah. you best stating it. Cool. That's, that's what I wanted to hear. Great. Great, yeah. Because I, I think having that out here on the table for us to work on, to right. work on, yeah, I think will lead us to better uh, attempts at solutions. Because mm -hmm. what I had heard you do before was almost skip past or the diminish the problems, yeah, mm -hmm. and jump to I can create a hiring funnel and we can bring lab studios and salons into yeah. stimulus. Yeah. And the question I was asking myself is what, what, to what end? Yeah. What are those working on? And then right. we kind of came back and now I can better understand and maybe we can, you know, like we could move on towards that. Yeah, I guess, I guess instead I'm, I'm asking myself like, you know, how would I under, how would I interpret the problems that I had just articulated in Chad's like business processes? I guess it's really like between yourself and your task house. Mm -hmm. Like, how would I look at that developmentally speaking as if like I was reading the transcript from the interview that I just did with you and then I was looking at, you know, your fluidity index and your ED range and your personality profile. I guess my first guess... Well, you've, you've already stated it, I think. Okay. Because what, what, what I, I, I've heard you... Well, I, I also self-reported uh, about kind of just the limit of what's known to me as I'm moving from a center of gravity somewhere around four towards five. But also, you've talked about how Chad's stuck in specific contexts or structures and not able to understand the processes of which he's and the business is going through and keeping these, well, not fully differentiating but also not understanding the processes in, in between them. So I, I think you've already begun to do that, even without like actually just sitting and reading a transcript and, and yeah. doing that. Yeah, well, let me go. I, if you want, I'll go a step further, if you're interested. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess in... I, I, I see part of your... Well, I see a lot of my own psychological profile, but sorting out, you know, the ways that I can be too much of an armchair psychologist. Well, let me let me ask now that I'm trying to take it into account my own personality profile and what I understand of it. How does how does your how does what you understand of the way that you relate to risk? in your self-concept um, relate to the 
ways that you see yourself stuck in context and how does that relationship between being stuck in context and your um, self-concept related to risk inhibit you from advancing socio-emotionally? I think I've been unable to conceive of myself as anything other than an independent free agent that does and works on what I would like to work on. And being allergic to anything that's, you know, job or employment related, you know, working on a, on a, on a kind of a per permanent team in that way. Um, But like, that's a very, that's a very four slash three, four bracket three stance, I believe. It, like, it's my like militancy and like doggedness at, at, and holding on to that, like keeps me from kind of, I think, fully achieving center of gravity somewhere like at four. Like I'm still like, I'm still stuck like a little on the three side of it. And stuck because I have such a fixed contextual understanding of myself. It's like I'm either this or I'm that. Not, not what you were trying to get me to do. It's like, well, yeah, stimulus has been like around for a while and it's like it's, you know, how is what it's been kind of inform what it is now and it's going to be. Like, that's a question that's moving me towards thinking in, in a more process-oriented way. I, because I think you understand that like my fluidity index, index is very like limited when it's, when the, when the, when the topic of discussion is like is, is the business or, or, you know. So how does your, how do you see like, you have a strong self-concept, right? So is there a way that the strength of your self-concept self preserves the fixed... Well, that's exactly the, what I'm the, saying. The formality of the context thinking. Yeah. And, like, I... It, it's unaware to me, but I think that that is me being, like, a self-authored individual when that fixedness is like is is keeping is the very thing that's keeping me from moving further for, from developing further yeah I guess the way that I'm looking at your need press is that the strength of your self-concept is equally matched with the impetuousness of your your risk-taking profile mm-hmm so because you make such snap decisions in that in some ways maintains how strong of a self-concept that you have. Mm -hmm. So there's like, a, there's a dialectic between those in, in your overall self-conduct of your personality profile. So there's a way that you need to bring more process to your risk taking so that you can give some of that fluidity to your self-concept and the formality that you're able to get for your risk-taking can come from 
the formality of your own self-concept. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess that's that's part of the way. Like, you know, I I I saw you starting to practice that when you were skeptical yesterday about the opportunity with DCG. Um, I hear ways that like, you know, by taking up, um, taking up Nicole's, your internalized version of Mm -hmm. how Nicole would respond to you, um, in our dialogues, that sort of breaks down some of the rigidity of your Mm self-concept, but, you know, and there's ways that you're protecting your self-concept by cutting Nicole out of your risk-taking, so I, I I already see you making process movements mm-hmm. towards um, you, you know using your your cognition towards what is holding towards how your cognitive profile and your your behavioral stance is holding back your ED ED profile. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. So again, but we're I I think how, yeah yeah we'll, we'll go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm just how how did you go further in helping that process? I mean, I would really like I don't have a profile of you. Mm-hmm. That would be really helpful. Like I I'm I mean, I'm looking at your need press, but I'm making my own snap judgments of your co- I mean, yeah, I I mean, I can generalize though. I can say, yeah, like Chad's a great context thinker. There are ways that because he's such a great context thinker, he's not as strong process and relationally, or he's more strong relationally than he is as a process thinker. Mm -hmm. And like he, um, by becoming a better process thinker, would enable himself to translate the movement of his thinking from, you know, dealing with small objects into total systems because he's a good context and relational thinker, which is what can help him move into more transformational thinking. Um, So, yeah, I can see that. And then, you know, you as as am I, as is, I think, all people subject to their socio-emotional profile. So Mm -hmm. really whatever they can self-reflect or report on their socio-emotional profiles has more to do with the relationship between their behavioral stance yeah. and their cognition than it does actually right. there. Because, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, so having having a profile on you might be helpful at this point. I don't know. I'm not. Like, it's the degree to which you need that empirically to help remind you like how internalized have you made your own understanding of your limitations? Yeah, sets the limit. It's it really how how severe you understand you to be limited in terms of realizing your potential because of your developmental profile is really what determines your potential or your the possibility of you becoming a more provocative agent of transformation in society you're helping me become more aware I think it, it, and it's also tough just because I'm also a student and will have much more knowledge than other than other yeah. clients or agencies in the, in the system but maybe that informs the educational nature of 
services that Now and Outcome provides to agency members. Yeah, not necessarily. Um, you know, I'm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not convinced that Noun and Outcome can even be utilized if someone hasn't been a student of IDM. Like. Unsure, and I don't know if it needs to be. I mean, yeah. Can is there? Can we generate millions of dollars between the three of us? <laughs> Probably, you know. So yeah, if we can generate enough cash among the three of us, we can fund more people to become students of CDF. You know, anyway, we can we can seed the ecosystem. Yeah. Anyway, that's beyond the point. So, um, you yeah yeah, and I think w- what I what I wanted to make clear to you is in the course of the last forty five minutes through this dialogue, you have made me more aware of the clues I have about my own developmental profile because I've read my needs press, because I have like a suspicion of where I am, a range of where I am on the ED scale, and because I know that I am, I'm overweighted in context thinking. And the, and the way in which you're asking me the questions of how I might leverage or push back against that or use other things to help me change or Can you say what, what those would be? Oh, oh. well, I was giving you examples from your own life and how you've already started to do that. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because we had kind of, we kind of muddled the middle of this lab because uh, I think your attention turned back in, your role and attention turned back from into a coach role of me. Well, just so that you could sort of listen to me from a product standpoint or from a service standpoint. Yeah, I think what I'm trying to do now is is, yeah. is is put that on the table and be like, that is a useful, helpful process. Yeah. And a part of it, which like wasn't articulated or hadn't been articulated yet right. by you as a means for like addressing some of the issues or challenges that you saw facing stimulus. Mm-hmm. And I know it's kind of assumed in this space, but like I wanted to say, no, I think that's what this is. What the point is? is to, yeah. So I guess this is just in my bucket of advisory services. Like this is just what you pay for. Like you pay for licensing, noun and outcomes processes, and you pay for education. Part mm-hmm. of education is like a bucket of hours a month mm-hmm. of being in lab with Nate. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, stimulus pays for. Yeah. Which results from being, like, being in IDM education. So you know how to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you've gotten a full developmental profile built for yourself. So, like, those are, you know, two things that I, I think are sort of standards. Might not happen in the first three months, but... Mm-hmm you know, to continue developing the relationship requires us to move into more, you know, articulate and discreet. And rigorous. And rigorous, yeah, yeah, 
process together. So, um, you know, you're you're already doing that with IDM. You're self-funding IDM right now instead of paying not an outcome to pay IDM. Um, and I would think the same would be true uh, of getting a developmental profile built of yourself. You know, and you know what's Yeah, I'm still I think that there are ways it, you can't you can't separate logic from dialectics. In other words, like in order for you to become a good dialectical thinker, you need logic, but that's why I think lectica is really actually helpful because you can see yourself as a logical thinker from a stage a stage perspective that if you're also trained in process thinking through DTF, then you can create really much more dynamic relationships between context and process thinking. So, yeah, that's been helpful for me um, to learn about, like, to learn about human development through Lectica, but also to take Lectica assessments. Mm -hmm. And by understanding what went into the creation of the assessment and why that's important, you know, I can create a more effective dialogue between Lectica and, and CDF. Um, but again, I think that's sort of in the domain of, you know, that's in the domain of how our, um, our self-administered PhDs relate with one another, less about an advisory or consulting service. Yeah, it's kind of, it's Maybe advanced is not the right word, but it's 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 further along in the relationship between that and outcome and the agencies yeah. that it's working with. Yeah, but I mean, I would hope that the partner the partners of the agencies that we work with are also in a continuum of self administering a PhD. Um, That's a great qualifying condition yeah. of clients right. that can be helpful in targeting. Right. Who you're working with? Yeah, yeah. If they don't, if they don't have PhDs already, but then they can be, you know, they can lead research. That's ideally. So, okay. Um, how long was that one? What does Otter tell us? Thirty minutes. Okay, so let's cut it. <laughs>